0: So what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. And today, and or I should say, tonight's episode that we will be reviewing is World Beyond, Episode Four: The Wrong End of the Telescope. Alright, so uh, again, quick little thank you for everybody that's subbing up and that's enjoying this and following us and watching or listening to our reviews over on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. Thank you. Thank you. Thank everybody. That was great. Uh, I'm just glad a lot of people care about just The Walking Dead, the franchise in general, right? So, yeah, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Adam Bale. I'm joined by Dana Abercrombie.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you. There we go. And Richard Bailey, Jr. Yes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
0: And depending on if you're following on the other sites, like I mentioned, iTunes or Spotify, uh, we're all from The Coalition. That's what the thecoalition.com. So you can go over there and you can see all the other stuff that we put together, content, game reviews, all kinds of things. So just in case, because I, I was getting some messages before about that. They were like, oh, where are you guys doing all this stuff? Where is this all coming from? It's like, oh, yeah, I, guess I should mention that. I mean, if you're on YouTube, you just find it from The Coalition. But if you are from the other sites, I, I can get so anyway, let's get into this. This was an interesting episode. This was a very Halloweenish episode, I would say, because uh, the situation and how it all takes place in one location. But uh, before we jump the gun, let's just get right into it. Uh, now we, we're with the group. They're all together. We got Huck. We got Felix. We got Iris. Hope, Elton, and am I missing anybody? I think Silas that's right. and Silas. That's right. So they're all together. And this is where Iris says, all right, listen, we're going to follow the map. We know that the civil Republic, they're upstate New York somewhere. So let's just head to the interstate. There's a lot of back and forth trying to figure out if this is a good move. They're getting concerns. And then Silas is like, hey, everything's going to be all right. And he puts a little smile on his face, they're almost. And what we, we were sort of talking about maybe he's a serial killer. This is it. He has his weapon. He should just kill everybody right there. That would just change the tone of the show. Just go crazy because they were like, "Why is he so ha- smiling?" You know. But whatever. That that wasn't the key part of this little segment. The key part is as they're walking the group, we got Husk and Felix sort of staying back, and they're trying to strategize. On who they can try to turn. Because Felix still wants this group to go back to the universe. He's he's not down for this trip at all. You know, even though he said in the prior episode, don't worry, I got it. I'm going to help you. That's That's BS. He's ready to go back. So now they're trying to figure out who they can flip. And they pretty much agree that they're going to try to flip Elton. They think Elton pretty much has nothing to gain from this trip. And uh, maybe he's just tagging along for the ride. So they're going to try to figure it. Th- but as they're trying to figure this back and forth, we hear Iris scream out, hey, I found something. They run over. We see a fence. And on the other side of the fence, dun, 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 it's a high school, an abandoned high school. Felix was like, oh, this is good. It's maybe I'll have supplies. It's out in nowhere. I'm like, I, don't, I wouldn't consider a high school out in nowhere. Abandoned building a warehouse. Yes. You know, but a uh, high school? Nah, I don't know about that. But I, I do agree it should have supplies, right? Pantries and things, especially if it has a cafeteria. But uh, right here, that that scene that they showed, where it's like you see the fence and it zooms out and you see the school, and they're like, "Oh, here we go." I'll just start off the questions right now. What did you guys think? What did you expect? How did you feel about knowing that? All right, this episode is going to take place in a high school. Rich, you go first. What did you think of this?
1: Oh uh, well, I mean, I think it's. I personally think it was a great decision to go this route because, you know, as it is alluded to later in this episode, you know, we know these characters, as Dana said before, they have lived a sheltered life uh, for most of their life, but they haven't really, really encountered these types of experiences, whether it's being at a high school or participating in a dance and basically interacting with everybody as if, you know, everything is is good and right in the world. You know, obviously, they're in a very different situation now because this takes place 10 years after uh, what happened initially. So, yeah, I thought it was a good decision to have them in this environment because, again, uh, in the case of uh, Iris and Hope, they were forced to grow up uh, in a different way from all the stuff that, uh, that Hope has seen and took a part of as a kid. I mean, that's a little bit of a loss of innocence right there. So I, I think it was a good decision for them to have this just so that they can have that visual of how it might've been if they were in high school. Um, this is my personal opinion.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. There's a lot of that. What about you, Dana? What did you think of this whole setup that this is going to be the location for the episode kids and ta da da. the first place they find is, is
2: honestly, I didn't think of that way. Um, about the loss of innocence and how different they grew up say to a regular high school until Richard just said that I thought that the university campus would in from would kind of have something similar to that you know with prom dances the fact that it was so secure that they would have kind of allowed them to have what we had well what we have uh, now I never even thought of that so that is a really great observation for me I, at first, didn't really think anything of it because I'm like, oh, we just went from one campus and now we're in a high school. Uh, But as we later see through the show that, you know, it's a really special what if kind of feeling that the kids have of learning of what kind of life and school experiences would be if we had a regular high school experience in a regular normal world. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to get into it. There's a lot that happens here that we sort of, they, they dive deep into how these kids are actually raised and what they're experiencing, I should say, over at the university. Because we only saw like two glimpses in the first episode of uh, Iris in class and that type of thing. We don't really know that type of experience. But here we get a lot more of that. So now the the group, they approach the school, they go inside. There's one quick little, again, play on the whole Halloween horror theme. Everyone else goes in, Silas is the last to go in, but he hears a thunderstorm, he looks up at the sky, you see its clouds are forming, and it, it's doom and gloom, so pretty much saying that once they go in, they're going to stay in for the remainder of the episode, because right now there's no point in just going outside, there's, a storm is coming, so that, that was interesting, so once they get in there... It's a traditional high school, and I like to note, it, just in case for, if no one did see it, really watched the episode before, there is a lot of spoilers if you haven't guessed it, but anyway, you guys know, it was daylight, and I thought that was kind of cool, because that usually when we see these type of situations in movies and TV shows, it's nighttime, right? It's nighttime, run for shelter, oh, go to that abandoned building there, you know, and break out the flashlights. Well, that doesn't happen, it's daylight, but they do take the flashlights out, and there is a storm outside. So Felix decides, hey, listen, we're in here, let's try to find, up, find uh, some supplies. Iris comes up with an idea that we usually hear as a no-no in all of these things. If you even watch the, any of the screen movies, she says, hey, let's split up. And that's like the last thing you do during these type of situations. But they agree. They're going to split up into groups of three. There were well, three groups there. We got uh, Huck and Hope. We got Iris and Silas. And we have Felix and Elton. And as you know from the beginning of this episode, Felix's goal is just to try to turn and flip Elton to just let's go back all right so the next scene we see is a, a pretty interesting one because i wasn't sure about what was going on here and it looked like it was a scene of a, a girl walking through high school which was most likely that school and she sort of gives like a little glance at a guy who's walking by he gives her a glance and it's smiling or whatever and then it like zooms out and we see it was iris looking at an image of like a flyer or something was that was that what i was saying correct right that was it felix i'm mean, yes. yeah i called dana felix felix <laughs> hey felix that's what it was right she was yeah. looking at something and she was envisioning her own because i'm like oh, this is at first like threw me off i'm like wait do i know are we supposed to know these kids or are we gonna maybe we're gonna encounter these kids as uh, empties or maybe we're gonna find them? i don't know it was weird
2: it wasn't weird at all. It was to show you the life of the school before everything happened. Oh,
0: but we know that. We didn't need to see that.
2: Before. Yes, we do need to see that because you, you know you have the kids who never grew up that way. And yeah, it, 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 it tells you what ends up
1: happening. So it's and very and important. I, I agree 100% with what Dana said. And I will also add in the fact uh, when you will get into it later that even Huck was telling Hope how things was when she was in school. So all of that was done to reinforce, this is how things used to be, uh, because again, this generation did not grow up in that world. So they, I think, they had to to really emphasize that uh, if they were going this route with the whole high school thing.
0: Yeah, and and that leads into the next part. So the next scene we we have is Huck and Hope, and they're walking down the halls. They have their flashlights. Uh, Hope is looking through the 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 lockers along the sides of the hallways, and she finds some glasses, old school glasses that look like uh, something out of a Devo video. You know from the Whippet. and she's like oh look at this and she puts them on and she starts goofing on it and she's like Can, did you ever wear these and she was like well uh, i'm not gonna deny it you know but yeah i mean that that was a thing and then i was thinking about it, like well i guess so 10 years yeah but it's it's even older than 10 years those glasses i mean even 10 years prior to it, people weren't rocking those glasses
2: look like it was something out of the 80s, and yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's
0: what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's like it was further style. back. So maybe Husk, because I, I don't I don't know how old she is. What do you think? Maybe late I 20s? She was in her 30s. You think she's in her 30s? No, no, no. It's, I thought she was in her 30s, yeah, and eh, she's within that, that little, and we'll just stick with it. There's another little part that they bring up, and Hope is asking her about her father. It's like, hey, it's, you know, what about your dad? And since, Huck, you were in the military, was he proud? And uh, It sounded like they had uh, one of those awkward relationships. Dad didn't really know how to show affection to But uh, we'll cut from that one because there's a lot of jumping to these three groups as uh, this would normally happen in these type of episodes. So the next one is with Felix. And we see Felix and Elton, and they're the same thing. They're wandering around, and they get into a room, and uh, they find a bunch it looks like a science lab and i had some issues with this because and i brought this up before we started recording the first thing felix says like hey all right look around for anything that can retain water because they know the storm's coming and they want to see if they can fill up some jugs and stuff like that to that way they can hold the water but he says oh go look around here and see if you find some beakers and and other canisters and and i'm like that's the last thing or the last room you want to use those type of things to retain water you don't know what kind of chemicals or testing they were using these things you can't assume that they cleaned all these things out i would say you know what let's go into another room or maybe we find some of these things and find some cleaning solutions before we try using i don't know overthinking it maybe but i I just think in, in real world situations that's the first thing that would come up um I don't know, real quick, what do you guys, did you think I had, did you pick that up, or that was, wasn't a big issue when he said?
2: No, it wasn't a big issue at all. I didn't even think of it. Um, maybe, I'm not a chemist, but I was going to assume, you know, it's kind of just for a while, you just rinse it out and keep it moving. Even with some rainwater, you you keep it moving. At this moment, they don't really have an opportunity to be picky and choosy for what they're going to get. So, yeah, I, again.
0: I, I guess. I don't know. But the, also Elton takes out his, his camera and starts taking pictures. And I, I wonder, we don't know, and I guess, again, that's me overthinking with the facts. How many, how much uh, film does he have left? What? <laughs> that? You know what I mean? It's like, where are you getting this film? What kind of film are we dealing with here? It's like It's, it's definitely not Polaroid. So he's not using those. I I don't know. I I just have a lot of questions. And later on, I have questions also with Silas and his Walkman. What about the battery? All right. So a lot of, like I said, you guys seen the episode. Everybody's seen the episode. There's a lot cutting back and forth. And then we get back to over with Hope and and Husk. And we get a flashback here. This is the first flashback that we get seeing... hope with her father having a conversation it looks like she got into some trouble with some stink bombs but she said it really wasn't a stink bomb. she was a stink bomb she was an experiment and this is where we get some interesting information she says i'm sorry if i'm the letdown and if i'm disappointing you and you got the was it sort of i'm just paraphrasing like the bad apple or the wrong pick and that's where we find out that her and iris were adopted and that they were adopted together they were both infants in a crib they according to the daddy said they shared a crib and that's when they decided to adopt both of them. Like, you know, we're not going to separate. You guys are great together. And uh, you'll always be together. And so did that. They decided to adopt both. And that clears up a lot, right? Because, I mean, we knew something was going on. Somebody was adopted. Or maybe there was uh, a second marriage involved. And there was a child from a second marriage. There was some kind of something to explain what's going on. But now we know. So what did you think of this ex- explanation of the sisters, Hope and Iris, and their connection with the parents? Uh, Rich. Rich.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I actually thought that, that that information was known from the first episode, um, even if it was not uh, explicitly said. I thought it was pretty obvious Why? when they said that they would when they said that they were sisters. I said, well, yeah, obviously somebody is adopted. You know, but I guess I, the, the, the surprise is that to know that they're both adopted. Well, I thought
0: um, I didn't know. I, I I got that I, that information, but I thought. It was from like maybe a second marriage. It was something like that. that I didn't really go the adopted route because I'm thinking this is this current situation. Things are crazy and people are just, you know, people die and then they find others. And maybe something happened and his first wife passed away and he remarried and he had a kid or she already the marriage with a child. That's everything. I don't know. That's what I've seen. There we go. All right. What was that, Dana?
2: It threw me, because from, from what I thought, I thought one kid was from one parent, one kid was from the other, and they just kind of was together since they were kids.
0: That's what I'm saying. There you go. You thought yeah. it was one of those merged so families.
2: Offered, so not only that, but it surprised me with the father and his race, because in my mind, I thought, well, you know, the, we saw the mother and she was black. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, well, then the husband's white. That was just my assumption. And then I saw the father. I'm like, oh, what's
0: going on? Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, one of the, I guess it was worth noting one little part, that when they got into that science room, Felix picked the lock. And I was like, that is a useful tool, but he doesn't pick any other locks. And I just felt that when you're passing all these rooms, and there's a lot of closed doors, rooms, just start picking all of them then. Check all of them. Are no. you
2: serious? No. If you're sitting around with a bunch of zombies and a dog and a cat... Well, see,
0: no, we out? don't know anything about the, the wolf. We didn't get there yet. We didn't get there.
2: Okay, yet. but just in general, we know that zombies exist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. me, that takes me back to remember the very first scene from The Walking Dead proper, where there was like, do not enter dead inside. Yeah, yeah. But that locked door? I'm not opening well, locked door. Well, we doors. did
0: find, we did see those signs. There were similar signs put up in this school.
2: Right, so I don't know what's behind every door, so I'm not like opening up everything. Same thing goes with that uh, lock. But bar. you know, if,
0: you know, we're gamers, we play games. If you hear a bunch of monsters in a room, you're like, you know what? If I clear that room out, there's probably going to be some oh, treasure. I'm That's back. usually how. We're, hey, we just, hell, we just, we just covered last episode of uh, *Fear the Walking Dead*. It was the same type of thing. It's like, what's in there? There's treasure, right? That's what they said. Clear yeah. this warehouse out. We got some treasure. There was no treasure, but still, they did it. So anyway, right at the end of that part, and I don't, I don't know. I guess they just had some issues with this episode. Right at the end of that part, they notice when they go back in the hallway, they see a blood trail. It's like, oh wait, what's this? I don't know. There's something there, and they also find. Uh, a bunch of bodies ripped up but they're turned into empties and they're all in this a little pile up section and felix like oh what's this and he's like you think an empty did this like no no something else did this uh clearly it was an animal attack i i don't i i thought that was obvious I didn't think there was a monster, but I figured, and we do hear like growling noises, and I'm sure they hear that, unless that was just for us, the audience, but you, it, the hallway wasn't that long. If you look at the trail, when they the camera pans, and you see it was going from the right from the room, and you see it turn the corner, but you hear the growl. So yes, yeah, something is going on, but it sounded like an animal. I don't know. Did, did you guys pick that up? It sounded like an animal. Did you think it was an animal, or did you think it was like, oh, this is a monster? This is a monster episode. I
2: thought it was some form of uh, hyper-zombie.
1: Hyper-zombie. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like if you've ever played Resident Evil or any horror game, I thought that was going to be the introduction of a new creature that they were going to have to deal with. Uh, so I, I must confess... When I saw what it was, it was a little bit disappointing. Oh yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But that, you know what? <laughs>
0: but if you think about it, in the Walking Dead universe, at least regarding into the shows, and now you think about it, even in the comics, we've never seen a hypers. They've never yeah. introduced a souped-up version. You know, it's like, oh man, it's one of those. I thought in fear they were going to do that a few seasons back when they had they found uh um, blanking on her name, but they found the woman over at the the nuclear power plant, the scientist. And I was like, oh, this is it. We're going to find out. She was doing some experiments and some people got mutated from the the nukes. And now they're all super crazy. But no, that never happened. But one of the other cool things right before this scene when we move on is just that we don't see it get put to use. But Elton finds some iodine and he's like, yeah, now we can use this to clean water when we, when we actually do go out there. So there goes that. All right. So now this is where it starts getting a little more. Because uh, when we cut back to them, they they continue on with the whole Felix situation, and this is where Felix is telling Elton, "It's like, hey, listen, let's go back, let's get ready, let's just just, what's the point of carrying on? This is dangerous. Don't you see how crazy this is? We shouldn't do this whole thing." He's really trying to to convince him, and Elton's just, I don't know. I guess he's sort of leaning in. I I feel that he's playing dumb for some reason. I don't think uh elson really has any intentions of going back because he told him like, hey, i'm doing this for the adventure and this is what i want to do when i'm out here this is living my life as opposed to just doing everything at the university so i don't know it was like a little back and forth he was trying to pull him in and at the same time they see this blood trail and they're following it and then they they decide uh, felix decides to call silas because i guess that he's the only other one with the walkie-talkie and he can't get through to him so when this happened what I, I don't know again this is how i'm seeing this episode and i guess that's that's a good thing for the show because i noticed all three of us are getting different points and, and taking away different elements of this and seeing it in a different perspective because once he started calling silas and he couldn't get a hold of, of silas i'm like oh silas turn the shit off he's gonna kill iris this is it it, we kept talking about how crazy he is and we're, we're assuming that he's obsessed with Iris. This is it. Now he gets her alone. But remember it was uh, Iris's idea to pair up with Silas. She grabbed him She's like, alright, I'm going with Silas. And she just took off. Like, this is it. We're going. But anyway he can't reach her. So wait real quick before we jump on to the next segment. It's a long segment and we'll just drill through it. But from that scene, did you guys pick anything up? Did you think anything when he couldn't get a hold of uh, Silas on the walkie talkie? Dana? Um.
2: For me, I thought it was just, you know, kind of sco- situate, uh, the hallway in the school. In regards to Siren, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Silas? Silas. Mm-hmm. Silas and Iris. If you remember the last episode at the end, remember they was walking and he kind of put her under the coat? Yeah. And she gave, like, little googly eyes. So I wasn't really surprised about there.
0: Yeah. Uh, what about you, Rich? Did you pick anything up with this, uh, the walkie-talkie not working? Did that trigger anything? Or you were like, ah, Whatever.
1: Well, no, I figured that again, like, like Dana said, you know, you have to build tension, you know, the group is separated. You already said you, you thought they should have stayed together, but in the traditional walking dead format, uh, it's always about people splitting up into different groups. So, uh, they kept that the same for this show as well from what we've seen so far. Um, so no, I, I wasn't really surprised about that. I will, I will add on to what Dana said. Yes. We, we, we kind of already knew that, uh, iris and silas were going to be paired together Uh, and i would also say it it was also suggested that perhaps hope and huck were going to be paired together in the previous episode because huck was the one that was trying to talk to to hope and get her to open up after they the group had found each other when they when they had that scene where they were outside fishing so um yeah but 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 the whole thing with the Walkie-talkie not working or, you know, no response. Yeah, I figured that that might happen. It's a little bit of uh, tension. Um, And then again, you don't really know how good the signal was going to be because they're in different rooms and all this other stuff. So, but yeah, I I figured that was going to probably happen.
0: Well, yep. So then, speaking of that, now we get with Iris and uh, Silas, and we see where they are. And they're walking around. Same type of thing. Now they have their flashlights. It's dark. They're trying to figure things out. Look around. They come across... Uh, what was it? It was a walker that was in a locker? Or maybe that's the other group. I think it was one of the group. I found it interesting. that It was like, well, someone was stuffed in a locker, and they turned. Was that their intention? Or is that just a play on the whole thing of uh, bullies putting a, you know, a nerdy kid in a locker? But, Whatever. Now this is where it gets kind of fun with this whole. Where Iris finds a, a picture of a City Hawkins, well, it was a flyer for a City Hawkins. For those who don't know, that's a dance, a school dance. And she starts talking about. It. I was like, oh wow, this would be cool to be part of a dance. I want some of this. And I and I was thinking about it because I guess they don't have that. Maybe there there aren't that many uh, kids back at the university. They never really talked about that. We never. What, Dana. I,
2: I was gonna say I. I don't know if it's cuz they I can't say they train them with this kind of military style where there isn't any fun in games it kind of seems that way since they don't have school dances or which like with lockers and hallways and science rooms like that so I I honestly don't know what kind of education aside from lecture halls that the kids get with
0: Well you would have to think it would it's probably a strict upbringing you just kind of imagine a, a, let's say what we go through now there's certain countries that just deal with constant war and so everyone is brought up in a certain manner that it's like uh, don't be too relaxed out there in this world focus on your studies focus on what matters don't focus on the leisure part of things of just hanging out all the time it's, that that doesn't get you anywhere and uh just prepare for the future and maybe that's what's going on at this university maybe they are very strict I mean, when we heard the whole thing earlier on with hope doing with the uh, stink bombs or really she was doing a science experiment but she felt like she's letting him down and she feels like she's the the loose cannon And that's also how Felix had described Hope. It was like, oh yeah, she's always doing these wild things. She's that person, but we don't know. It sounds like it's just her. It doesn't sound like there's a crew with them. So maybe she is breaking away from that. We don't know how strict it is. That's pretty much it. We don't know. There wasn't a lot to go off of besides those two or three flashbacks of Felix training them on how to fight and survival techniques and stuff like that. So... All right, so let's move on. Let's see, where are we? Because there was a a lot of back and forth. Oh, so yeah, Iris and Silas. So they get into a gymnasium. And they want to go through it to get to another area, but then they see that there is a walker behind there. I assume there was more than one walker because they were sort of panicking and I heard a lot of banging and stuff. And then they go to another door and that one is just shut. It's like welded shut. That's just, This is the one that they think leads to the teacher's lounge and they can get some supplies. But they were like, oh, water damage, can't go through. She tries to call Felix on the walkie-talkie right and we find out when silas opens it up oh nope the batteries are rusted shut well they're they're, they're water damaged how did that happen how did that happen did they not weren't they not using these walkie talkies just in the last episode right they had them i just i that that part i didn't understand and i was like did i miss something when did they damage these walkie talkies they were in constant use
2: it was raining
0: yeah, but th- it's not like they had them out. They had them in their pockets or in their bag or whatever. I don't know. I just felt it was very awkward for somebody, especially like Felix, who is all about prepping and wanting to keep people safe and strategizing and all this stuff, and not to check the batteries to see or not take care of the walkie-talkies because he was the one handling them. I don't know. Uh, so I guess, then again, I'm thinking too much into it. You you saw nothing wrong with that.
2: No, I think it was just a matter of convenience and draining as a flood. You know, when I- we in with the
1: all right, Rich. I just will make a comment. Uh, I, I don't think that you're thinking too much about any of this other stuff. I, I, I just think, once again, the whole point of this particular show uh, is for them to just talk about the journey with these characters. I don't think they care too much about these other details because they figure it's just you being used to get them from point A to point B. To Because really, this episode is about once again, Felix trying to convince uh, Elton to, to join, to you know, to, to to get on their side, you know. So I, I think they just wanted to focus on the key points and therefore I, all uh, the other yeah, stuff yeah. they they, yeah. They, 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 don't, they don't want to dive into. But, yeah, yeah I don't I, think you're thinking I, too much I, about I, it. T- I just
0: I, I guess because I don't know. I really don't know because I'm trying to think back. And I guess maybe Walking Dead to a point does the same type of thing where they don't. They don't go into every little detail. Like, still, with the flashlights, where do they get all these flashlights? You know, it's like, I don't know. Hope had her flashlight, and the batteries didn't work. All of a sudden, now, she seems to have some new uh, double Ds or whatever, because the batteries are working. And she's using her flashlight. Where did she obtain new new batteries? Whatever. You know what I mean? Because remember, it stopped working on her in the last episode. Yeah. So, I don't know. These are things I think about. Whatever. So... The next scene we jump into, we got Husk and Hope. Now, sort of like with the Felix and Elton, Huck, Huck I keep saying Husk, Huck is over there trying to convince Hope to to turn back. They're like, hey, we shouldn't be doing this and the whole thing. <clears throat> They're doing a little back and forth. But the key segment here, the key point from this is another flashback. And this is where we see Hope and her dad. And we find out that this is during the time where dad is preparing to go on this trip to the Civil Republic. And she's like, why are you going? Why are you doing this? Don't go. We don't trust them. They sound like good people. They want to help. They want to evolve and and try to progress in this crazy world. And I want to be part of it. I want to help them. And a weird choice of dialogue for hope here that made no sense. And I didn't even pick this up again. It throws all these different things, whether good or bad. It just throws me in the loop when she says, I'll try to do better. I'll, I'll try to be better. As if like, oh, he's leaving because of her. And I didn't get that at all. I, I was like, "What? Yeah. Really? Because you did a stink bomb or something? You think that's enough? You're not starting fires. You're not, you know, the, the the high school whatever troublemaker picking fights and shit. It just felt very out of place that she would say something oh. like that."
1: Well, well, actually, uh, I don't think that that is out of place because the the whole thing with that situation is that um. You know, what, what, we, what we know about the whole character from episode one, you know, she does these things, uh, you know, I, I guess acting out so on and so forth, just does these things, gets in trouble. And then, you know, she just has an issue with that. So when they showed earlier in this episode the flashback with her dad in that whole conversation, um, all that that told me is that, yeah, this is what essentially happened with that whole situation is that. She was still remembering what she did with what she did wrong. And do you think that dad knows? What no, no, knows what of that whole situation
0: of how the mom died that she triggered and startled the woman with the gun.
1: Well, that, that that's actually what I was gonna say next is because okay. the, he, he when they had that conversation, he said there's a lot of things we need to talk about, and I don't think he necessarily knows that she what happened with that whole situation. I think it's similar to what happened. With her, 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 with her interaction with Hope, in the sense that she didn't tell her all this time that, yes, I, I I played a role in what happened to our mom. And I think that maybe that's the same way the situation was with the father, where she never told him this stuff, but maybe he kind of feels the w- w- how that whole situation, how, w- w- you know, as, as a father, I'm sure he's thinking... I can't believe she went through all this stuff, but he doesn't really know the full story of what happened with that whole thing, and that's the whole reason why she wants to continue with this journey to find him, because they have to have a heart-to-heart conversation about all this stuff.
2: And also, she thinks she can't. Mentally, she, she's acting out because of what I feel, of what happened, the parents and the struggles and that everybody goes through, and she's a teenager. On top of that, the father knows that she's struggling with something. Maybe it's not exactly due to how the, you know, the real way of how the mom died. But, you know, she lost a parent. And she's struggling and she's acting out in these ways. And you see that they have this connection. And there's a whole scene with the sink bomb and the science part, like, well, I would have used this, this and this. Mm-hmm. You know, that little weird kind of bonding thing that they had together. So you see that there's a real genuine love and connection. And you can see that she's struggling with just overall, her, fa- her mother is dead. So for me, it was very important scene.
0: Well, another part that that makes it even more important is the part where the dad says, Hey, listen, don't worry about it. I figured out a hidden way to communicate while I'm over there. And so I, I you know about it, Iris and Felix. He seems to be taken back. Like, oh, Felix. And he's like, Yeah, but then here's the key part. He says, He's family.
2: Uh-huh.
0: I'm like, Huh. Ah. So is he adopted also? Did he adopt him what, as well?
2: Well, remember, well there, uh, we touched on this the last episode. Then he got thrown out of his house, he mm-hmm. ran back to the university and he found the professor there and yeah. he, he he basically took him in.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess he really did take him in. He, he wasn't just, him. yeah, he, he raised took him. him.
2: Yeah. You know, it's a family of, of kids and that's kind of why like, mm-hmm. they have that connection and why he is the little guardian. Yeah. They all
0: together. So there you go. And he even said, he says, see, I can do some bad things too because that's sort of like breaking the rules because remember, that's the rule that Elizabeth said. Once people go over there, they can't talk to the outside. Just have to focus all in. All right. So the next part here is we're back with Felix and Elton. They find another room. They kill the the crawling walker, and I, I, it's very anticlimactic. I thought there was going to be something big happen here. This was nothing.
2: That was important, because the crawling walker, remember she had the green hair. Mm-hmm.
0: She was
2: the girl from when they did the flashback of how the story Ah,
0: that's it. See, that's what I was waiting for. That's what I brought up. That's what it was?
2: So that's when they did the slow-mo remember? And it was a black kid that was walking down the hallway and he kind of like passed by. Like, no, it was yeah, yeah, a girl yeah, walk yeah. She walked
0: past him. And, by,
2: yeah. and I was like, oh. Ooh. And she was like, "Ooh." And so you saw the distinct green hair. So then that way, when they cut to the present and the walker, her hair was green.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. I knew there was a reason for it. And I am like, God, I'm not getting it, but that was it. It's a. Yeah, had like
2: that sad look because she could see that she was young and that she was like a student age to be a part of that school. She was like, oh, that kind of sadness.
0: Oh, yes. Alright, so yeah, this is where they, they find all that. And again, we go into another little dialogue back and forth with Felix really trying to put the pressure and convince Elton, hey, we gotta go back. He shows the tattoo. He said this is a reminder of all the people he lost. And he knows that uh Elton has lost many people also and that there's no real reason to take this risk. Let's just go back. And it... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all this. This both of them putting the pressure to go back. Because we know it's not going to happen. That's the thing. As a viewer, we know it's definitely not going to happen. Or else the show doesn't progress. What, he even says it at some point. He was like, well, and we'll get to that later, that part. But it's like, what's, I don't know. They're, they're really hammering it home and, and pushing this on both ends. All right. But the next scene, the next scene is an interesting one. A lot goes on here. So we are back with Silas and with iris and they're in that gymnasium and iris is saying uh he found some stuff now before i i didn't bring it up because i was like well there's no point but you guys remember do you think there's a, a quick port when she, when iris found the flyer and there was also some paintbrushes, and she wasn't going to take them but uh, silas was like no no take them why not and put it in her bag do you think that's going to play a part at any point
2: she's an artist
0: she is an artist holy yeah. shit i'm missing all kinds of stuff
2: She's not like, you know, full-blown Picasso, but she's a little artist.
0: See, then why wouldn't she just take them? Just take them. If you're an artist, if I'm an artist, I'm taking it. If I'm a photographer and I find a camera, I'm taking it. I'm not going to say, well, I don't know if I need it. No, you take it. But whatever. Anyway, that point, that is something to glance over. So you think, all right, she, I didn't know that part. She was an artist. Anyway, they're in the gym. And this is cool because he says, and this is old and it probably tastes like shit. He says, oh, look, I found some soda in a can. She was like, I never had soda in a can. And she cracks it open it does the fizzle pop. I don't think after 10 years or whatever, it would do that. It would be yeah. flat as hell. No, it would
2: taste... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. It, it would taste horrible.
2: No, it will taste just brand no. new.
0: No, no it, it will not. I've had flat soda. I'm right. sorry. I've had flat soda in a can. You got to remember, cans, even bottles and cans, they have dates. They no. tell you. Right? No. Rich. You know about this, right? You know about the the dates on cans, soda.
1: Oh, yeah, expiration. There you go. That's what I'm saying.
0: There's an uh, expiration date. I'm telling you, if it's been under the bleachers for 10 years, come on now. That's, no. There's no way. But she was loving it. She was like, oh, this is great. Not, and I get it. Nah, well, whatever. They <laughs> drank it. They're having a good old time. They're talking about life. This is where Iris starts doing her little confession. It's, it reminds me of a breakfast club moment where she was like, you know, I worked too hard. I pushed myself too hard. Uh, I wish I could have had more dances. I, c- I wish I could have attended dances. We don't know. Were there dances at the university that she wasn't part of? She starts well, talking. To-
2: yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to assume that they were different committees. And she was a part of, you know, the welcoming, remember the CRM thing? Mm -hmm. She's kind of like that part of the committee. She's not part of the, like, let's go have fun, pizza, I don't know. But that's the thing.
0: Uh, Yeah, but sort of like what we talked on earlier, we don't even know if that part of the fun exists at the university.
2: The thing for Iris, even from very beginning, which is why she's on this journey, she is the straight-laced A student. I'm going to concentrate on whatever, environmental science and technology. And I'm not going to do things like that's creative or the prom dance or even whatever. She has that thing where she knows what she wants to do, what she's going to accomplish, and she does it straight path. She doesn't allow herself to have that kind of fun, which is why she decided to go on this journey, because it's something that she would never do. She's stepping out of her comfort zone. So for her to even say, you know, I should have been a contender, it really made sense to me.
0: Yeah, I guess. But it was like, all right, so they start talking about that whole... And uh, she was like, oh, um, if I remember... Yeah, she says this is the part where she wants to hear a song. She was like, oh, you promised me a song. And I don't remember him ever saying that, so I guess this happened just off... Last episode. She mentioned it? God damn, did I wa- not watch that? show? with
2: the with the tape.
0: Yeah, I remember that, but I don't remember him promising... That she can listen to. It wasn't to like him.
2: a she it. was like, you know, it was a way of breaking the ice. Because he always was listening to it. And he like, yeah. oh, can I have so well,
0: yeah. yeah, so she said it. She was like, "Well, you said if we're safe, we're safe now." Can I listen? I like, all right. So, she she had trouble figuring out how to put the headphones on, which is funny. It's just headphones. How far back? How how disconnected are you? I then don't know. If,
2: if the fancy ones that
0: just loop around. Yeah, I don't think it's that fancy. But so she, yeah, so he plays it, and it's a waltz. And I'll bring it up when you guys are discussing because I did bring up the the track, you know. But it, it's a well known. Uh, track and he was she was like oh I, I didn't picture you being in this type of music and he was like oh no it was my grandma's favorite song you know this is what she liked to listen and uh see so he says that uh, and this is again we can try to put pieces together of his past because he says well i would go with my grandma to the the senior center so the grandma would go to the senior center or did she live there i don't think she lived there because she was taking care of him but no. she visit but she whatever didn't. Yeah, but,
2: you know they have like senior centers. The, the, the centers that have like fun activities.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, parking, I, but the ones that I've gone to were for my grandparents, and they lived there. They no, were living. Clearly, whole- she was raising him, so she did not live. There. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, yep. But she said he was like four years old and they would go to these dances. So she was like, oh, you know how to dance. She was like, all right, we're going to do this. Let's dance. So I guess she knows how to dance. She was all into it. She was like, come on, let's do this. And he was like, "Uh, okay. So then they have that little moment, which uh, actually throws in a little... It was like a weird fantasy, I, that's what I wrote down, a fantasy moment for this flashback, because they're dancing, and then eventually they start getting in the groove and they're doing their waltz dance, and then you can see uh, the, the, the gymnasium fill up with people, and everyone dressed up and everyone's dancing, and now it's like a dance. It was an interesting moment. They're definitely building something with these two. So what did you guys think of this? This was a big moment for this episode, and it's a big scene. Rich, did you like it? Did you you feel this whole thing felt genuine? This connection that they're building between uh, Iris and Silas, oh, Rich.
1: Yeah, uh, I believe uh, you know. I, I believe I said on the last episode that uh, feels as though there's a uh, bit of a connection, or perhaps uh, maybe Silas is crushing on uh, on her. Um, I think it's mutual at this point. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, but but I I will say um we'll see where they take this this whole relationship. But but I definitely felt that. Uh, I felt something from that, from from, from from that exchange that they had. So, um, <laughs> yeah, the whole dance thing. I, I know you enjoyed that scene, Adam. Right? Uh, <laughs> <the> dancing. <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, I'm, I'm giving it, it's, it's, uh, I, don't know. I I just, again, you know how I feel about all this. I feel like everything is too laid back. This is too laid back. They're they not really portraying oh. the dread and the horrible situation that they're in. Well no, they, they they can't they can't panic all the time. Uh, because... yes you can. Yes you can. I know I would. <laughs> Yo, I would be in full blown panic mode i'm telling you the survival panic mode i wouldn't say you know what let's just sit here and chill for no reason remember they were sent out to go find supplies and they're like all right there's one door there's a walker a single walker and then there's another door and that's just blocked well i guess we just sit here and drink soda pop you know i was like no go back the way you came and then go find some other shit come on now this is work this ain't hangout time daylight's burning do you want to stay in here the entire night i don't think they do
2: no because, no, because that, died by what you're saying, that means that we can't build on a story. Because it's just searching and looking for things and they just keep walking. It turns into Lord of the Rings after a while. Yeah. So, no, by them uh, taking that moment, they're able to bond. It was a very sweet little thing of like, oh, well, I kind of regret what I, uh, being so straight-laced and not having more fun. And him really finding that genuine connection before he kills everyone. So I thought. Okay, there
0: you go. Yeah, yeah, I yeah.
2: thought it was sweet. You know, and it got kind of that little scene with the dancing and the waltzing. Oh, it was kind of like, oh, it felt like weird and out of place. But it was a nice little fantasy moment. It reminded me of Anastasia.
0: Mm, yeah. Well, there, there was another scene here after this where we get into it, Hope and Huck. And Huck, and they're doing their thing, and they're now going into the basement. Because, you know, why not? Let's go in the basement. It's dark, they have the flashlights, and we hear the growl. We know something's going on. And sure enough, we see it. It's a wolf. You'd be like, big dog. I think it's a It's a wolf. And Huck from being in the military and i guess just hunting or just on well she has a feeling because they turn quickly turn around back they close the door you know like, what's going on here i think it's protecting its cups i think it's protecting them because it's not attacking it was just standing guard like it was protecting and they need to get past it just to, or to the side to get to another hallway where there's another gate so they open up the door and then husk just pretty much just stays calm and makes eye contact and just like Keep slowly moving the other way, just showing, like, we're not going towards you. We're going this way. And they get through the gate with no issues. This is the part, I think, Rich, you were saying that this was uh, underwhelming. Right? Because I figured this was going to be a big part. That we were going to see, maybe there was a whole wolf pack. They're going to get chased. There's going to be a lot of screaming. One of them is going to get
1: bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I know, uh, I believe uh, Dana had mentioned earlier that... um it needed to be a a realistic threat, Uh, so I I understand with the decision to have the wolf, I just thought that they were building to something a lot more uh, challenging because of the fact that you know, it, because because of how they introduce it, you saw in the you saw when they first showed that there was something there, you saw there was a walker that got dragged back into a room. So yeah. I figured, well, this is probably like something that is obviously more dangerous than the walker mm-hmm. and the wolf is dangerous. But it's just I, I was a little underwhelmed, not so much now when they revealed it. I said, oh, well, OK, this is this is this is a new threat, but. We we and, and, we didn't see that wolf again later though. No,
0: no. and that's the other thing also. And it's like when they brought it with the cubs, and I did see that part with the dragging. But the, a a uh, a wolf is not going to drag a dead body. That's not fresh meat. <laughs> To bring two cubs, you don't do that. They're not gonna eat it. They don't eat it. They don't. It. They don't. This is no. It's just it's a rotted corpse. It's not gonna do that. They won't do it unless it's, unless it's a rotted. fresh kill. Wolf, fresh
2: because if it's old, it's
0: dead. It's no. It's not. What do you it mean? It's fresh. It's a fresh empty. It's still dead. It's not like it was a human. If it was a human, they just killed. That's fresh meat because it's still warm blood. Everything is still fresh. This is a rotted dead corpse walking
2: you have to adapt and you have
0: to it no zombies because if anything the truth and we all know this that wolf would have attacked any one of them because it's like damn fresh meat and if it did have cubs like that's fresh meat right there i see that human like a gazelle and i'm gonna take it down that's it that's that's that's, we should have seen something like that i'm sorry
1: well you know you know why the wolf didn't attack them though right well they didn't approach they they stood back and they went well they, they didn't approach, and the writer also said, no, don't attack the wolf. Just stand there and look uh, threatening. Well, we
0: know on TV, we know on TV it's always a touchy topic or any kind of image to show an animal getting killed, even if the, yeah. the animal is threatening. You know, I've yeah. so many times we've seen an animal attack. You know, and the person is trying to survive, and then they kill the animal, and then pff, animal rights activists start jumping all, how dare you promote this? It's like, it's oh, like the, the animal, it? you don't know, the animal is just fearful. It's like, remember, the animals are scared of humans more than, blah, blah, blah. blah. What happened to just crazy? What happened to just rabies? You know, it's like, shit. I've, I've watched those old DVD specials when animals attack. I'm telling you, they go crazy. Right? What happened to just crazy, like Chris Rock said? Just crazy kids. Crazy animals. All right. Well, let's just keep going. All right. So let's see. Where are we up to? So we do 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 do. All right. So now we get to, well, it's sort of winding down. So we get to Felix and um, and Elton and they get close and they, they hear, I guess, I don't know if they hear music or they hear laughing and they're approaching another gate, which no one saw this gate. I don't remember seeing this gate to this gym. Did you see this before when they were, when uh, Iris and Silas were looking at the different entrances and stuff? I don't think they ever showed this, but whatever. You see Felix and Elton there, and they start banging him. It's like, hey, hey, we're here. And so they approach Iris and Silas. and am like, oh, whoa, well, this is great, but um, there's no other way to get in because that's locked, and they're trying to figure out. And Silas is like, oh, well, there's another way. You have to go downstairs and do like a little loop to get through, but there's a walker, and you know, then there's another door, and that's welded shut or whatever. And he's like, all right, well, just stay put. This is Felix. Stay put. I'm going to go and kill that walker, and then I'll be right back. And this part really pissed me off also. I get pissed off easily. Because I'm like, why are you going to be right back? There's nothing in the gym. You just saw them dancing. They're bullshitting. There's nothing there. Like, they just tell them to leave. Let's meet up somewhere else. Whichever way you came in, get out that way. There's nothing useful there. So so, why does Felix and Elsa need to go into the gym? Did you you guys, did that question pop up in your head when you saw the scene? When he was like, all right, wait there. I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll be right there. Don't leave. Uh, th- why? There's nothing in the gym. I can't understand if you found a room full of supplies were like, hey, we need to break this door down. Like, they didn't even mention that door to the teacher's lounge that was welded shut or whatever, something going on with the door and they couldn't get in. They didn't even mention that.
1: Well, it, it, I guess it was just the excitement that they saw, oh, that those are people in our party, so we need to get back in their vicinity ASAP. I mean, I, I, I don't know, because I guess they were trying to find a way around to get in. So... Then they went on about their way to try to find another way, and I, I, I don't have any explanation. I don't know, but, <laughs> maybe, know. but I... maybe Dana has a better explanation.
0: Dana, what did you—I <laughs> just feel like maybe these are the little plot holes, or these are just things that they just feel to mention, because it's right that for me, in my mind, this scene would have gone like this. Hey, hey, this is Cyrus. All right, we're Iris. We're here. We're here. All right. Felix, did you find anything useful? He didn't even ask that. I was like, hey, did you find anything? Remember, we're here for supplies. You're over there bullshitting, dancing, doing googly eyes. What the hell? I was like, because remember, he's the, the straight and narrow. Hey, this is how we have to get things done. We're here for supplies. She could say, well, we found this lounge, teacher lounge. It could be something in there. You know, our teachers and they keep things in the, the room and the food and things like that. Could be something in there. Useful. We need to break this door down and try to get in. All right then uh, I'm going to try to find a way. Whether there's a walker down the way down, this and that. Okay, don't worry. I'll clear that path. Wait there. I'll be right back. All right, cool. Now we have a reason for them to get in there because there's no other reason. If the, if you're not going to mention that with the teacher's lounge in this room and you see these two kids just hanging out, like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. All right, then get the fuck out. Let's go. You know, let's go find another room. We have to keep searching for supplies before we lose daylight because we're not spending the night here. That's just as me, Dana. What were you on that same page or are you just whatever?
2: I was just going with the flow. God.
0: See, I take this shit too serious. I take it too serious. <laughs> I'm telling
2: you.
0: Oh man! All right, all right. So what? See, <laughs> that, that that just threw me off. Now.
2: I'm sorry, but to me it was just like you know, just to go with the flow, kind of situation i think again you're you're thinking like a very strict thing and that's not what's going on here
0: yeah yeah i guess so if
2: that's the case then you know
0: so then then then, all right so then i maybe you saw something out of this that i didn't see so when the next one we see huck and hope and they go into a room and they find that other walker crawling and Mm -hmm. huck says i'm gonna kill it don't worry there's a bunch of supplies in this room you start filling up the bag did that? Was that the Walker? Was that someone that we saw before in a flashback? Was yes,
2: that, from the flashback. That's
0: the dude. That was the dude.
2: From my understanding, it was.
0: They were the only two kids that were still in there. What's the chances that we the two we to saw? in the...
2: the story to aye, let you know aye, what aye, happened aye. in the past. You know, they gave us a whole scene of you know googly eyes, and I'm just a regular student, and then now I'm a Walker. I'm dead sadness because that's what the kid that's how the kids could have ended up you wanted that normal childhood life as to what they had and now they're dead be grateful for what you have
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right so whatever so while the two was silas and iris they're just hanging out doing whatever they were doing at the gym this is again sort of what you brought up rich i heard a growl i don't know if you heard it i heard a growl right yep we never saw the wolf. Yeah. I don't know how the wolf would have got to th- that area past, because with Huck and Hope, they closed the gate behind them. They first closed the first door, and then they closed the gate behind them, pretty much locking that wolf there, unless there's multiple wolves. But that doesn't come up. Spoiler, there was only one wolf, and that was it. So we hear a growl, and they start freaking out. and like like, oh, we can't stay here. We got to go. So then they start looking at that door that had the walkers there. I, I would say, you know. Uh, plural, because I thought there was multiple walkers. She comes to find out there's only one. Really? You're scared of just one? I mean, and I, empty, I should say. I keep saying walkers. The em- so they come up with a quick plan. All right, Silas, you open up the door. And when it comes walking out, the iris will just keep stepping back and lure it out. And uh, just do a nice little quick run past. And then we can close the door. And poof, ta-da. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And within a matter of seconds, that plan gets put into action and it works. Why didn't they think of doing this shit before? Why? I get, I get, I know people are probably like, you know what? I'm putting a down vote. Adam's being too bitchy about this. Down vote on all this. No, but I get, it, it, these are just things I feel... You, it's just common sense at certain points. And if you're in this room and you can't go into the teacher's lounge to get supplies and there's nothing useful there, then, yeah, let's go down the next hall. We have to find... If there's a walker... How many do you see? I see one. There's two of us. We have weapons. We can take out one.
1: So, I I I, I, I have a, a very calculated answer to this question. You ask why did it happen at this moment. Because this is what we call writing for television, where That's something true. happens yeah. at the very end, but we have to go through the whole roundabout process to get there. Uh, otherwise, the show would not be an hour long. <laughs> yeah, yeah that like filler. It's, That's basically what you see. Exactly, exactly. But I just want to say one thing. Uh, it, it, it doesn't mean that it's, it's necessarily a bad thing for me, because, again they went they don't they dived into a lot of the backstory of you know Hope and her father in this episode you know you got to see how
0: oh yeah no it's not all bad it's just some of yeah. what the, the what they build up as you know action scene you know, throw the quotes up there or those type of tension moments where we expect something like with the wolf when they first encountered the wolf and they closed the door and like oh my god we're like all right this is it there's gonna be something going on and then it's a dud nothing happened. and here's another yeah. one it was like all right they, they now they know something's coming we heard a row, alright? I'm expecting that it'll come from a hole or something and we'll see that it's in the gym right behind him. Alright, we got some urgency. We have to get out. That doesn't happen. Uh They open up the the door and it's just one walker, one empty. And they just come up with like, alright, well you hold the door and then I'll just sneak around it and poof, we got there. There was, there was no uh, tr- there's no action involved. There was no conflict. It just, it was smooth sailing. And it, it just, uh, there was a lot of that. A lot of this was just move sound Like nothing really built up to anything. So at least not until this. Point. So once Iris and uh, Silas get get around the walker and they go into that room, they close the door. They start walking through. It's pitch black. But ta-da, Silas finds a flare. I don't know what this flare was doing in this hallway, but he <laughs> finds a flare and he turns it on. And then I was like, I get it. This is for to set the move. All right? So he turns it on. Boom, they're walking through, it's pitch black, really dark. Now we're hearing all these empties all around them. There was a, another room and there was a bunch of them in there and they tried to close the door. There was another room that had some in there. They closed that. They're like, all right, we got to get out of here. Right. And they run down to the hall. And then once they get to the hall, that's when we notice that one of them, did it squeeze through? How did, the, how did the empty get into the hallway after they closed the doors? Rich, did you see that? Did you see
1: I thought I, I yeah I, I thought I, I, if I recall I believe that he did squeeze through that was
0: it he just sque- I'm like how is this really this is
1: I, 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 you could tell you like
0: I don't know I from what we've seen and prior walking dead series they're just mindless dumb walking they're not coming up with ways this isn't like a land of the dead or anything they're not coming up with a strategy all right i'm gonna try to get underneath this fence or whatever you know they just bump into the object until they figure something out like they just go through like just fall through it they don't they, this look like he like like squeezing through like he was like w- grooving through it and i'm like right, what really i don't know dana Will you go cool yeah, with this whole thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, Here, here's the thing. It's a theory. <laughs> Stop now. Here we go now. Rem- okay, so without spoiling into what we're going to talk about later on, I think that not all walkers are the same. And we'll get to that when we see what happens at the end. Mm. Just why yeah, we're yeah, having yeah. walkers who are able to do different things differently. And remember when there were certain walkers... That the CRM was painting a certain color, mm-hmm. and they were saying we're tracking their migration. But later on, I think we'll find out what exactly is going on and how it pertains to the walkers, and why there are some walkers who are acting out of character.
0: Mm. Well, might- maybe, maybe we'll get into mutated walkers. Okay. No, we'll see. We'll see. But what we do find out is that what the, the door that Iris is banging on, because at the end of the, the hallway, there's a door. And, of course, it's locked. They can't get through it. And they're banging on it. And it just so happens to be the same door that's in the room with Hope and Huck. So they hear it. And they're like, oh, Huck's like, no, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to get you out. We'll get you out. Just stay put. That's not really an option because now we got the, the empties. They're walking down the hall. <laughs> and this is where, and I wrote down in my notes, Festus moment. Rich, you would know this moment. Even Dana, you're a wrestling fan. You know Fastest. Remember Fastest? when the bell would ring? This is a WWE reference. When the bell would oh, ring, this dude oh, would just yeah. go. He would go nuts. You know, yeah. it's gallows if they know from uh, the brothers, uh, the good yeah, brothers. I just- and that's what I pictured right here because here it is. He's been pretty passive with the whole thing, not wanting to kill and all this. But all of a sudden, he just wants to, he sees the urgency. She's banging on the door, freaking out. He's got this empty approaching them. And he says, they just, and he just goes up to this thing. He stabs it right in the head. Instant kill shot. Like, all right, cool. This is it, right? This is where we get into that moment. But that's not it there's another one coming, and then this one's coming, and this is where we get the flash. This is the flash, and this is the flashback where we find out where he's sitting down, and he's hearing voices, and it's pretty much like the kids and stuff talking about it, and it's like, oh, I heard his mother even testified against some court, and he's hearing all this chitter-chatter and then you you see like weird cutscenes again, sort of like of him pounding on somebody, weren't sure what was going on, but then they go into the real time, and we see, and he just pulling a ground-and-pound MMA Style, he just banging on this thing, He's punching and punching and screaming and punching to the point that this is the only time Iris really showed like emotion on her face. and the the fierce, like, oh no, she's like, oh, science, silence, stop, stop. And she starts banging on the door even more. So, and I'm sure on the other end, they're trying to freak, and I was like, oh my god, what's happening? Because he just starts screaming, oh, just like, brruh, brruh, brruh. he's just punching this thing. The door opens. Uh, we see also that uh, Elton and Felix has, uh, it was also behind that door with, uh, with Hope and, and Huck. And then Elton comes running over to, to, to help or grab him. I don't know what the hell he's trying to do to calm him down, but come on now. This guy's going all at it. And uh, Silas wasn't having any of that. He just shoved him off. It was like, no. And he just kept punching and punching. And eventually Felix screams, and it's Silas! And just like the bell turned off. And he. oh, I'm sorry. You know, and that was it. And I'm like, he's like, "Oh, my bad. I must wash my hands now. Excuse me." And that's what I was expecting to follow after. Because damn, he just let loose. He let loose. So I mean, Dana, you're laughing. What did you think of this scene? What did you think? This is a big moment for Silas. To...
2: You left out moments and parts that. Was I yeah, I'm not
0: gonna go through every step by step. What what this did I leave what, is... what key moment did I forget about?
2: During his whole, like, flashback fit of rage, it goes and shows what happened, clips of what happened during that incident.
0: That's what he said. It was like weird clips and we see things. It. Like- oh,
2: but here is the most important part. Well, we know what we seen from the other episode of him, like, beating someone. It looked like the death, and it wasn't a walker. It was an alive person It showed mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. pants. This one included a clip of him being choked, literally almost to death. And they were hands, which regular hands, which I don't think was walkers, which him, the life was being squeezed out of his neck and him having to fight back. So I don't think that this is a kid who like, I hate your grandma and just started killing everyone. This is a scene where he was actually provoked and he, it was a life and death situation and it was probably self-defense. And he, what we know is he came from an abusive household. And well, we'll
0: get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But all right, so.
2: The the fan. So with this scene, we finally see on Elton. For me, I still go to theory. He's one of those like serial killers, and Silas is one of those little nice, sweet teddy bears. Something happened to him where he's trying to not be what he was in that past, and some that. It triggered him. I don't know if it was through the yelling. I don't know if it was the walk or crawling or what, but it triggered him and that was like, Yes, because if you're gonna have just a bunch of kids kind of being blanded, Oh no, no, I'm scared. Oh, you're gonna have a boring show. No, so you're gonna agree, have agree, to have some kind of elevation or some type of different things that's going on where he can just snap like that. And when he was, you know, the everybody was screaming and yelling, he was so much into that zone where he took Silas and just threw him like a ragdoll. I mean, Elton. Elton, I'm sorry. He Mm -hmm. took Elton and just ragdolled him, and he hurt his arm or his wrist or whatever. Suck it up, suck it up. it wasn't until Felix started, you know, that manly scream of stomach that it snapped him right out. So I thought it was excellent. I loved it. Yay.
0: Rich, what did you think? This was like the big moment. This was the big tension moment, the big fight moment of this episode. What did you think?
1: Uh, honestly, in my personal opinion, this was the most entertainment, the most entertaining moment for me the whole episode, uh, and I laughed when I saw this. Now, I, I, I do want to say this: uh, all the points Dana made, I agree 100 percent with, but I also want to piggyback and add this. If you recall, he had a conversation with Iris after this.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Yep, yep, we'll get to that. Yeah. We we'll find out. We find but, out.
1: But that that pretty much also reveals that it is implied of who he potentially killed in that conversation yep, yep. but yeah I thought this was great that's all I had to say
0: it was great and it just shows that he knows how to open up a can of wolf ass and you need uh, somebody to pull that off in the group and that's what I said I said like, you know what He's he's got some rage we saw that in those flashbacks we know he's got that rage but can he let loose on these walkers is this it is this something he can do and yeah I mean the, the empties and he can do it he can do it so the next few scenes this is just trying to tie up the storylines for a lot of these characters we get hope and iris they get their moment hope says are they okay are they good because they haven't really had a chance to talk again after the last episode where hope revealed that she takes the blame for the mother's passing because of triggering the startling the woman with the gun and that whole thing iris pretty much tells yeah we should have talked about it before we should have been talking about this well, what happened to mom but you know they're sisters so they'll, they'll get through it they need to be together for, for all of this, uh, we get another little moment with Elton and Felix, and then Elton just looks at uh, Felix, and I guess especially with what just happened and seeing all that stuff, do you really know a way to get back to the university? Like, is there a direct path or somehow that we don't have to go through the BOG and do all that stuff? Do you know a way? And they just leave it at that, right? Because he's like, hey, Felix, like, well, yeah, I, there's a way to do this. I, I got a plan and this and this and that, but you don't ever hear Elton agree to that he just listens. He's like, hmm, mm-hmm, all right. You know, but this is the key part of the toward the end of this episode. And that's when Iris goes up to Silas and asks if he's okay. And then this is where Silas reveals it. And he says, hey, do you think I killed my dad? And she says the best possible answer that you could say in this moment. Was like, that doesn't matter. I do know that you saved our lives when you killed those empties. And that's what does matter. We're alive because of your actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that there you go. That was, I think, a, a cool way of bringing it up because we don't know the story of the dad. Clearly, everybody at that university over at the, the campus colony, they know the story. I don't know how they found this out. I don't, I don't think there's TV news or whatever or the internet, but they all knew. What?
2: It's news. Remember, remember the whole scene with uh, Julie Armand and she's like, look at what we have. And she's like TV, radio, water.
0: Yeah, but so I, th- I saw TV meaning as those were tapes. I thought she was just watching DVDs and stuff like that. No, they have electricity. Like, I, I don't think I it was live TV because where that. is that being televised?
2: They have a broadcast of something.
0: Hmm, I don't know. They, uh, they didn't bring that. But all right, yeah, we can go with that. Maybe that's how they found out.
1: I mean, Maybe. I, I
0: don't think it happened 10 years before when everybody, when everything was normal and then people sort of recognized because he was in a mental hospital for a while. He had talked about that.
2: Well, wouldn't that make news and just, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't I, know,
0: I, but whatever. It it that, that yeah.
2: I don't think you're going to just suddenly stop news and TV. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a little bit until everyone dies off. That's just me. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I just thought it was pretty cool. I like the fact that she brushed it off. It's like, you know, and it's true at this point, it doesn't matter. I just know how you're reacting with me, how you're treating me, how you're treating the members of the group, and you saved our lives. So you know what? The past is the past. That's it. You served your time at that mental hospital. They clearly let you out. Felix trusts you to give you a job and to bring you in, and I'm sure that has a big part to play with it, because she trusts Felix. So I I, I think it all worked out. Rich, what did you think of the big reveal? Rich?
1: Yeah, sorry about that. Um, Repeat that. What did you think of the big
0: reveal? The big reveal about the dad? When uh, Silas tells uh, Iris, "Like, do you think I killed my father?" She was like, "It, it doesn't matter about that.
1: That doesn't." Well, matter. yeah, I it's mean, like, I, I, I think
0: that's what matters.
1: Yeah, I, I I I agree with what you said that that was a good way to to basically discuss that situation. I I, I mean, I knew they were eventually going to answer answer that question about more, but there's still I think there's still more details that we will learn. And and one one point that I do want to add uh, because I know you said. It's great to have someone like Silas a part of this uh, team. I don't know if I would say that, uh, you know, that is something where he can he could just flip a switch at any moment. You know, obviously, I don't believe he would do anything to Iris. But I, I, I mean, as the premise of this show is that there are some characters that are going to to turn evil. I would not rule out this character still down the road he could potentially turn against them. You know, we have to see how the storyline plays out. But uh, it it, it is kind of dangerous to have someone on the team who can all of a sudden just change personalities, go ham, and then revert back to normal like that uh, because that can also be used against them. Um, Well, we'll we'll see. Again, we'll see. (laughs) Dana, you were going to say something?
2: I view him as, you know, not sure if anyone here watched Lord of the not Lord of the Rings, uh, Game of Thrones. He To me, he's like the Hordor character.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but he's not that slow.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Come on now. Come on. <laughs> Poor, hold <laughs> <the> door. Hold <laughs> the, the door. No.
2: Hordor was like, you know, he just was touched. And yeah, but has, this guy's
0: not touched. I think, well, maybe he was touched, no. and that's why he beat his dad. But
2: <laughs> no, but in the sense of, you know, that very soft, mild-mannered kid maybe. who, despite his size, is very easy to be subjected right. to bullying, and we saw abuse, <clears throat> and yeah. he just kind of sticks to himself, and he's just, nobody pays any attention to him. Oh, that's the kid over there. You know, he doesn't say nothing, but mumbles. I, you know.
0: I think what, sort of like what was going off of, I think uh silas grew up in an abused home clearly when you saw the scene real quick flash of it it looked like he was getting choked his dad was choking him and he just had enough he is a big kid and he just said you don't forget it i want the shit on him and he went to town and he probably killed him just beat him too bad and the mom took the side of the dad maybe she was also getting abused but hey it is what it is she took the dad's side because we hear she testified against her son in court he was a minor so he can't go to jail so they put him in a hospital for a while. And then he was released maybe to the custody of the, the parents, or the grandparents. That's how we hear the, the tape is like, Oh, we haven't seen you in years. We're looking forward to seeing you. But uh, I don't know that, but then again, that doesn't add up now that I think back, because in that tape, he was six years old when he received that tape from the parents. And he said, it's going to be great that you're living with us. He, I don't think he killed his dad when he was six. Cause in the flashbacks, we see him ground and pounding someone at, at this size and this age.
2: Well, we don't know how or what. Maybe it was one of those abusive situations where the grandparents took him out of the home and you know they bonded, or maybe, it
0: was yeah, really yeah, that's Yeah, he definitely has the most intriguing backstory out of all the kids here. But he's the only one I really care about. Elton, I'm sure there's more to Elton, Elton's a serial killer, so all right. But uh, when it <laughs> comes to the other ones, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's like whatever, it doesn't do it. So, the last scene is the whole group together we there's another little thing we can mention the whole time that they're in this school we don't see like thunder and lightning or anything that we saw when they were entering the school when up, remember there was a storm coming but when we see them in the gym we don't see we could clear we could see out the windows it's a clear day it a little cloudy whatever overcast but there's no storm out there and then when they're about to leave the, they get all together for a group shot. Elton's like, hey, I want to take a group shot, you know, just to document this moment. And he takes a picture of all of them. But we could see next to the door. Again, it's clear as day. It's not raining or anything. It's, they don't even bring it up. Like, hey, is this still storming? Can we go outside? Eh, none of that. No one brings up. Hey, by the way, I found a wolf downstairs in the basement. There might be more. Did anybody come? You know, these are things because usually wolves travel in packs, right? We, that's what we were, we were taught is in school That's much. But uh, they take that picture and then that's it. That's the closing of the episode. No,
2: it's now, a- I- Time you could just a suite, even the photo. The photograph reminds me of here's the group as we once were, and then as we progress, things are going to start just going goodly really bonkers and dead mm-hmm. yeah, <sighs> all, right. all right. It's well, always those moments where it's like if you look at any, just consider this kind of like a horror movie. Do
0: you think so? Then, under that idea, then do you think this series is going to get dark?
2: Yes, you it's do. going to dark that photo for me was one of those foreshadowing moments where it's like how we were and everyone's like yeah and you have like yeah, oh they're,
0: they're, they're smiling and they, they, they seem to be okay they're like yeah yeah things are all right I mean yeah, yeah. we'll see somebody how- they, definitely somebody's gonna leave the show something's gonna happen I you mean know? yeah. <laughs> it's just walking dead people this isn't you know uh, one of these uh, sitcoms that are or one of these shows where it's like oh we have a cast, and we're all gonna remain together forever you know, for the remainder of this, the run no we know some something's gonna happen. Some of these cast members and I'm sure there's people out there already. Some of these guys on IMDb to see <laughs> what other projects they're working on and trying to do time in the window. You know, it's like ah, two two seasons. So yeah,
2: that we do. But yeah, but it doesn't
0: mean they're all gonna last for the two seasons. Somebody's gonna drop drop yeah, off this year, no doubt. There's no doubt.
2: Dropping.
0: All right, uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about the little snippet for the next
1: episode because I know Dana, you kept bringing it up.
2: You forgot the ending.
1: Yeah, I, I th- there is one. I, there is one thing I do want to say about the the end credits, uh, the after credit scene. Yeah, but yeah. no, continue, continue. What, what
0: did I forget? They took the picture.
2: No, you. This is why I do what I. Yeah, did.
1: this is why I she's telling you to me keep me watching. Me. I what have did it? To
2: tell you. To watch the lab. We go to the lab. Where the father of the two daughters is supposedly working with CRM. Remember they're doing that project and you know there's no in and there's no out. What we see is there's a woman sitting down eating her very voluptuous sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Like that sandwich was distracting.
1: Yeah, it was a very big sandwich.
2: It was a good sandwich, big. And on the desk, we see the scientist. We see um, it was Dr. um, Samuel Abbott. It was the father. And it was two other doctors. And then it pans into what looks like Something out of um like a secret lab thing where they're walkers and they're strapped up into this device where they're standing. <clears throat> and they're testing their kind of their endurance and the different things that they to see if they mix certain kind of, I don't know, chemicals or some kind of bodily fluid in order to kind of not to kill them, but to see if they can reverse and then get the cure. And it's not taking. It's you're there. the zombies or the walkers, whatever you want to call them, the empties are having different um, reactions to it, which is why I go back and say, remember how is the walker from inside of the school able to travel and know exactly what to do? Because I feel that these are certain um, experiments that's going on and they're trying to find a cure, but instead, they're they end up doing have they're having their senses are coming back and they're able to think. Uh, I mean, uh,
0: uh, well, or, I, how far can they go with that? What are they going to try to bring these <laughs> things back to life to like normal and just have like it's just going to be like when my kids watch that zombie show where it's uh these high school kids and they put a, a band on their wrists. And it allows them to be semi-normal as long as they have that their band and they can go to high school with people. Is this what we're going to see? We're going to see no. zombie bodies talking?
2: I, I think that we're well. going to see an experiment that goes completely awry. And also, the most important part, the person that they was experimenting on was Dr. Abbott. Yep. Was the guy in the picture. So they're testing on scientists. Either I don't know if they turned... Or if they're holding them kind of prisoner and using them as a sub, as like um, what do you call it, a subject? And the next, when they showed the picture next to Dr. Abbott, was the father. So I don't know if they're traveling down that line, and the next person to be experimented on is the father. But that is what it left this way.
0: And I watched
1: the credits so, after credits. No, I didn't the get that far. I don't know. I saw called? the next. It was like uh, next right, right after the credits. Forty-five uh,
2: minutes and forty-five seconds. I texted you that.
1: Yeah. Yep. And 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 I just I just want to add one, one little point in in here. Uh, yeah, I, I I do believe that that is a for the for the viewers that is for foreshadowing. Well, this could be the fate of what could potentially happen to the father. But I I but I, the one thing I I do want to say about this scene is that I would have loved to have seen when they was calling for the next patient that they were going to do their test on. I would have loved to have seen the same officer that elizabeth dismissed in the previous oh, episode that he was the one that they call him that he was one of the people that they were going to are going to experiment on next i would have loved to have seen that because then that will show you you already knew that she was a bad person but then it shows you because that that guy was very clear when he said i'm not going to 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 to, to do things the way you want to do it so i would think you want to take that person out you don't want to you know you want to do something very dangerous to that person, but that's my only thing, but yes, that was a very interesting scene. You need to I watch just, it Adam
0: Yeah, I just don't <laughs> see the 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 logic behind converting your scientists these are these are the smart know. ones. These are the they ones you want to protect and keep know. around. You don't want to convert them and start running tests on the science.
2: These are people who are calling out and saying there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. And you as a, whatever government thing you you are, you want to keep that silent. You don't want to have people reach out and say, oh, these people, you really shouldn't listen to the CRM. They're really bad. Remember the messages that the father sent with the facts.
1: Yeah, he doesn't and feel safe. safe. He's not he doesn't safe,
2: feel safe. Something's yeah. not right.
1: You know, I, I, I do want to ask a question to you, Dana. And, uh-huh. and you could also a- a- answer this, Adam. Would you be surprised if uh, Hope and Iris' mother re- returned as a walker? As a part of this experiment, that then now they have uh, to take. I it. would, I would she Was in a different location, different was time. In
2: a different, was a different time. Yeah, he actually had to travel to the CRM Yeah,
0: he had to go. I got yeah. She wasn't in that area with them. This is when
2: they were kids. Mm-hmm. So no. now
0: we don't know if Felix knows the message that Iris and Hope know that 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 they received from the dad that he said he doesn't feel safe.
2: Yeah, they know. They had the discussion.
0: They told Felix? I don't remember them they telling Felix. They told Felix. Oh, they Dad. did. They did. They told him in the room <laughs> when they said why. they were. That's right. They did. So he does know. Okay. He, he does know. So then that's the other thing that I don't understand and why he wants to go back. Clearly, the, the father needs help. And the if, father, he see, if he sees he him helped. as a father figure himself, come on now. Let's Here's just the thing.
2: That's like me and you. Let's go and, and um, hack into the CIA building and rescue mom. How exactly? Yes, that may sound great in our head. How is that plausible? It's just us.
0: Well, you know, it, it's not so much about the, the breaking in and doing like a one-man army, that type of thing. I think it's more of just showing up. If they just show up, maybe they think that, because remember, they had that little discussion. At least Elton started talking about how advanced they are. He was like, hey, they're known as the, the hidden, was it the hidden village or the hidden community or something like that? Because they have their own food supply. They have their, they're all self-contained the civil republic, and that's what they're known for, being very self-contained. And so if they're that evolved, I think they may think it's like, well, they they have a large community. It's probably underground somewhere, or and it should be okay. So maybe if they can just go there, it's like, hey, we're here. We just want to be with our dad. They don't think, I don't think they think that they're going to get killed at, on site if they show up.
2: They don't think that. They're kids, you know. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. They don't think that. They don't think it's that bad. And then you even heard with Felix talking about it. He was like, well, what do you think about them? And and that opening scene when they were just trying to figure out their own little theories. He's like, it can't be that bad. They want to help people, you know. And your dad is out there with them trying to help the world. Well, whatever. That was a a powerful scene. And I thought I did because I did see the after credits. When they talked about it, and I thought that's what you talking about. We've seen, yeah, you know, oh, definitely. this is what's going to happen in the next scene. And we see that they, they get into another altercation with the the empties, and it looks, you know, a dreaded moment. This is usually how they build up. It's like, dun-dun-dun, something's going to happen here. But, uh, whatever. But then again, you know what? It was cool then. Uh, all that part was cool. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Because think about it. It's going to, they're not going to make it. They're not gonna make it to New York if they're going to New York State and they're still near Nebraska in that area. There, and Dad's next in line to get converted. Oh, no, you're not making it. Goodbye, Dad. It's over. It's not like they're a few blocks away, but uh, whatever. <laughs> That's it. And speaking of over, this review is over. we beyond uh, season one, episode four, the wrong end of the telescope. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for all the support. We will be back later this week for the next episode of fear the walking dead that's season six episode three that should be good let's see what's going on i think this episode and even in the, the hint for the preview we're going to see what's going on with the the other group with al and john that should be fun all right so again thanks for all the support this is uh, the i am negan podcast and we will see you next week or no in a few days not even next week few days peace